Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a Thursday, getting ready for Thursday night football. Week 15 of the NFL season begins tonight. Bowl season starts tomorrow. And that gentleman right there is Sean King, Super Bowl champ, Liberty Bowl champ as well as we get in the, the feel of the bowl season. Mr. King, how are you? I'm excellent today. I'm doing a lot better than Maryland basketball did <laughs> last night. Um, but I'm ready to go, man. Fired up. Thursday night, NFL tonight, as you mentioned, especially on our side of the country, early bowl games in college football, 8.30 a.m. kick in the Bahamas Bowl out in the Pacific time zone and a noon kick for the cure bowl so yeah i'll uh i'll take that one on the chin uh i bet maryland that was a horrible bet uh they were down they never had a shot ever one second as soon as the game started well, it, i looked at it, it was, was over 49 to 20 yeah that was halftime i uh <laughs> i went to uh, a bar last night here in uh las vegas met a friend for some uh for some dinner and uh he came at around halftime and i said maryland's down by 29 points so Beer helps. That's what I tweeted last night because that was a terrible bet. But the good thing is, Sean, you don't lose more money when you make a bad bet. You just lose the money that you put down, fortunately. So uh, we press on, and hopefully it doesn't get much worse. And I dodged the bullet, but not for the right reasons. (laughs) Just out of spite, I wasn't going to back Aaron Oster's Maryland Terps. (laughs) So I just left the game alone, and then I looked at the halftime score. I was like, wow. 
Smart man. That's all right, though. I got closing line value. So I went to the counter today here at Circa, and I said, hey, I played it at pick. It closed minus two. Did they refund you? They did not oh, refund okay. me, unfortunately. So uh, good job, UCLA. Not so much uh, for the Terps. Uh, big show, as always. Thursday means Brad Evans will join us in under 15 minutes. We'll get his favorite plays for Thursday Night Football and the upcoming weekend of football, Saturday and Sunday, this weekend, we'll talk to Carl Johnson, Jake Jack Johnson, sportsbook director down there at the Beau Rivage in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Get where uh, any sharp action is coming in. Our guy Jared Smith will join us, and then it wouldn't be a Thursday without the crew. Derek Stevens, owner and CEO of Circa and Circa Sports, Banksy and Wilbo will all join us here in studio. So a great Thursday show, as we always do, have in store for everybody. Um we have a little housekeeping to get to. Two things. Number one, and maybe we'll get into this more. I know we will when uh, Derek comes in. But you, sir, are taking part in a <coughs> blackjack tournament here at Circa tonight. Pretty pretty cool event. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. I don't know exactly uh, what the rules are. <laughs> I just was told to be there around 745, so I'll be there. All right. Uh, Derek uh, will uh, will give us the details. It is, uh, I believe, an eight-person blackjack tournament. You and I want to say Pauly Howard are on the side table just in case someone doesn't show up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, we're in the play in. I don't, I don't know. What but I think, the, and, and once again, Derek, when he joins us in the studio, will give us all the details. Regardless, I know that you get a free roll on a future, regardless of outcome. So Sweet. Pretty I, cool. I know what I'm playing. There you go. Bengals. There we go. Yes. Uh, we will be cheering for the Bengals. Secondly, bowl season does start tomorrow. And we did our head-to-head confidence picks yesterday. We tweeted those out at one Tim Murray at Real Sean King, and we are also going to have a bowl pick'em contest between the two of us and six other participants. And we've got a graphic for you. It'll be Sean and I, Stormy Bonatoni, our colleague here at Veasan and sideline reporter extraordinaire for ESPN. The one and only Kenny White, Joe Fortenbaugh from ESPN's Daily Wager, Thor Nystrom, Jared, Jared Smith from PicksWise, and then we got to have our guy Wilbo in there. So eight competitors, you and I, uh, and we will later on in the show, we're going to draw out of a hat, World <clears throat> Cup style, who will be in the King group and who will be in the Murray group. So there's no complaining about anything being rigged Sean and I will not go head-to-head in the first round. Uh, it'll be group play, and hopefully both of us advance out of group play. <laughs> I, this, this is really like going to be an interesting contest. For one, I don't like half the games in the first do I. section that we have to be great at to get out of group play. Yep. So very few of these I'm actually wagering on myself. So I just got my fingers crossed that I can make it out. So... Britton, our producer, uh, is very excited about this. So he put together the rules. Um, So it's group play, two groups of four handicappers. Contestants must pick the first, is it, it was 25 bowl games? So we will have all the bowl games you have to pick. So if the game is a win, World Cup style, you get three points. A push, one, and zero points for a loss. I feel like there are a whole lot of uh, hooks. There are a lot of hooks. So I don't see a whole lot of push possibilities, to be honest. We will see. Hopefully, 
for the contest purposes because we picked all the games from Friday, tomorrow, December 16th, all the way to December 22nd. So how many games is that, Sean? Uh, I don't know. This is two, three, 12 games. So out of these 12 games, Tim, there are only two that don't have a hook. Well. So it won't be a lot of tie-in well, going no on. No, a lot of ones. So there you go. That will be something. And hopefully for the sake of the show, at least one of us advances out of the play. <laughs> Of this group, it would be a little awkward to go to the knockout round and neither one of should us Should we start advanced. making excuses already? Yes, okay. uh, we should. Ah, we didn't like any of those games. <laughs> I was in Boise. Our own producer set us up. Yeah, he set us up. Even though the games were, uh, even though the contestants were picked out of the hat, it was rigged. Uh, all right, so we, that's what we have to look forward to. Really good core of, uh, of people. TBD on what the prize will be. There will be a prize, but to be determined on what the prize will Will be. All right. Let's uh let's get to it though. The bettable or forgettable. That's how we start each and every Visa in prime time. And we'll start with Thursday night football where the Seattle Seahawks are a three and a half point underdog at most spots. Some threes out there, but mostly three and a half. So if you like the dog, three and a half, you like the favorite, three is out there. Total of forty-three. Uh, your guy, Sean, the man that you saw last year and said, that guy is a dude. Kenneth Walker III expected to be out, missed last week. We're uh, dealing with an injury. An expected ankle, to return. Expected to return, excuse me. Yep. Uh, missed last week against the Rams due to an ankle injury. Uh, one of the top rookie running backs in the league. Bettable or forgettable? Of course, Debo Samuel also out for this game for the San Francisco 49ers. So... I'm telling you guys that I'm not betting this game because I've officially put Seattle behind the red tape. So I won't take a side in this game, but I'm going to get involved in the player props. And Kenneth Walker being available is really important. He's rushed for nine touchdowns this year. He has breakaway uh, game-altering ability, and they need that explosiveness to try and at some point get those safeties to focus on the run. So hopefully Geno Smith can throw the ball over their head to DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, because this Niners defensive backfield has been susceptible to giving up some big plays. So having Kenneth Walker there helps. Very bettable information. But again, I'm not getting involved in this game. Uh, myself and my decisions in a wagering form as it pertains to the Seattle Seahawks, I'm over the entire season. So I'm not getting involved with anything side-related in this game. But uh, I am waiting on Brad Evans, who comes on at 315. And uh, we'll see what kind of props he likes tonight. Maybe I'll jump on with Brad. I am on the Seahawks. I said it last night. I took the three and a half. Don't do it. What could go wrong? Hey, you thought the Seahawks were the right side last week. You were wrong. I was right. before. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So you've jumped on and I've said, I got you, Sean, because I was on the Panthers last week. Uh, This line seems uh, a little stinky. A little stinky to me. Leave it alone. I'm just telling you. Don't get involved. Hey. Like you said, I like Payne. Uh, I like the Panthers last week. I like the Seahawks this week. At home, Brock Purdy, first road start for the San Francisco 49ers. He's dealing with an oblique injury, no Debo. I think things get a little close there in a divisional road game, laying three and a half. Give me the points. I'm thinking of maybe taking a prop. Will there be a scoreless quarter? Ooh, okay. A lot of times for the Seahawks, it's been the first quarter. For the Niners, it's been the last quarter. So... We'll see. Of course, our producer, Britton, is in our ear yelling over three and a half field goals. That's his play, man. It's like Frank Costanza and stop short. That's uh, producer, you, producer Britton. Why not just play over three under? and a half? 
Just play the under in the game. I wouldn't be opposed to the under, but yeah. I took the points. I'm with They C- kick four field goals. It's probably going under. That means they're kicking field goals in the red zone. They're not scoring touchdowns. And then, and then maybe we uh, we can if we're kicking field goals, that might mean we're uh, we're sitting at uh, a close game here. All right, more NFL news here, Sean. Tyler Huntley has been cleared from concussion protocol, but Lamar Jackson officially ruled out for Sunday's showdown against the actually Saturday showdown. I beg your pardon. Against the Cleveland Browns, this game kicks off at four thirty Eastern in Cleveland. Three, two and a half out there. Two and a half at BetMGM. A lot of threes out there. Bettable or forgettable that Tyler Huntley will uh, indeed be healthy enough to play. That's bettable. He proved worthy, adequate as a backup last year, filling in for Lamar Jackson, kind of in the same situation this season. So I think there's a comfortability that exists with him and Coach Harbaugh. So having him there, I'm sure it it, it takes away some of the uncertainness of having to play uh, Anthony Brown if Tyler wasn't available. So I, I, this is better my information if you like the Ravens. I actually think the Browns are going to show up and show out. So I think the Browns are the right side. But if you like the Ravens, then Tyler Huntley being available is better boy information. All right, final one. Uh, Brad <laughs> Evans coming up here in just a matter of moments. Russell Wilson did return to practice, limited capacity, uh, concussion protocol after the Chiefs game. Brett Rippon would be the starter. Broncos Cardinals on Sunday. Should ask Brett Rippon who's going to win this Boise State Bowl game. <laughs> Dirk Cutter. You should ask your guy, Dirk Cutter, who's going to win it. He's a little busy. It's his final game. What will Brad Evans be pulling out the sledgehammer for? We'll find out next right here on VSIN Primetime. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> 
Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> bro. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, and a source has told me our next guest is a candidate for the Illinois defensive coordinator vacancy, which just opened up (laughs) yesterday. That would be Illinois alum. Brad Evans, uh, Mr. Evans, is that true or false? Can you, I saw some rumors out there. Can you uh, say whether or not you will be interviewing <laughs> with Burt Bielema here in the next couple of days? Uh, I plead the fifth, uh, but I can tell you this. I am awful with a tackling dummy. <laughs> yeah, you can get a GA to do that. <laughs> uh, Brad Evans with us. You can watch him on live on the line. You can see him all, all over the place, hear him all over the place. He's very loud, too. So even if you're not looking for him, you might find him. And he joins us each and every Thursday to preview Thursday Night Football and, of course, look ahead to the weekend as well. So, Brad, we've got a three-and-a-half-point spread, three depending on where you look, Seattle and San Francisco tonight. We know there's no Debo Samuel, so who reaps the benefit? Is it someone like George Kittle? Do you expect the youngster Brock Purdy to be looking for his safety net in George Kittle there? Yeah, I actually do, and I took the uh, prop on the over three-and-a-half receptions uh, as my favorite line on Kittle tonight. Uh, I got it at even money when it opened at BetMGM at plus 100. Uh, Still just minus 105, so a lighter juice there. But you look at Seattle, they have had uh, the tendency to give up some big plays at a tight end position, 4.4 receptions per game, 61.4 yards per game. Uh, Kittle has caught at least four balls in a given week and six of 11 this season. And, uh, you know, Purdy deal with that oblique injury that could play a factor in this one. Couldn't be more short field uh, targets as a result. That is wheelhouse material, not only for George Kittle, but also for the CMC football factory 
who's lying us in at four and a half catches. And I think he gets five plus tonight. And I also think he goes over on receiving yards, which uh, last checked at BetMGM was sitting at 37 and a half. Uh, Seattle has just had their difficulties, whether defending the tight end or the running back in the flat or the short field this season. Yeah, Brock Purdy, if you looked at the numbers last week, he was, uh, I think, air yards per attempt was like five. He's he's going short and quick, so I think you're on to something there with the tight end being involved and, and Christian McCaffrey He'll love as well. what he saw from Sam Darnold last week, then. That's all Sam Darnold did. Read option. ball behind the line of scrimmage, and Seahawks still haven't tackled anybody. You're right <laughs> on with this uh, evaluation. <laughs> Well, a guy, Brad, that, uh, you know, if, if you – I still remember it is one of the most frustrating uh, bets I've ever made because we were down at the Super Bowl three or four years ago. It was the 49ers Chiefs. We had a guest on, and he said, look for Kyle Juszczyk to score the 49ers' first touchdown. So I got <laughs> greedy, and I played Kyle Juszczyk to score the game's first touchdown. He scored the 49ers' first touchdown, not the game's first touchdown. So I still never forget that. But what are we doing – with fullback extraordinaire Kyle Juszczyk tonight. Well, bury the bitterness, my friend, because Kyle Juszczyk has hit the over on his receiving yards prop. Now, I grabbed one and opened at six and a half. It's up uh, one measly tick at seven and a half yards, and I still think he can get there. I mean, Brock Purdy, it's not his favorite target by any stretch of the imagination, but he has targeted him uh, two to three times per contest here the last couple of weeks. I look at Juszczyk, he's usually good for a couple of receptions. Uh, he's been over this number just once in his last three games, but averaging around 11 routes run per game. Again, knowing, too, that Seattle and their shortcomings uh, defending that short field, uh, this just plays perfectly into this overwager. So I don't need one. I need a double play payday because I think that's uh, what's going to take is two receptions for Juszczyk to hit this over. Uh, again, because of the issues that Seattle has had defending guys coming out of the backfield as pass catchers. We're talking once again to our good friend, Brad Evans. You can follow him on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Uh, we've got your plays for Thursday Night Football up on the screen there, Brad. So you like George Kittle over his receptions. Kyle, you check over his receiving yards. There's one other play in your eyes. Is this Peter Gabriel sledgehammer worthy? Well, you know what? Since you're already teed it up, da 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 I'm not feeling it's sledgehammer worthy entirely. But, I mean, when requested, I have to say the jingle. So uh, I'm going to take the under on Noah Fan tonight. Uh, we'll make that sledgehammer worthy at 26 and a half receiving yards. Uh, look, it's a battle of Iowa tight ends in this game with him and George Kittle. And I know Fan hit the over in four of his last five games. We only had one target. Uh, so the one under here in the last five contests came last week uh, on that one target uh, against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he's tied in 22 and dot. That's average depth of target. Uh, and again, knowing San Francisco, just how, you know, uh, uh, unrelenting this defense is. Only three tight ends have gone over 27 yards against them this season. I don't see fan who's splitting some time with Will Disley at the position. Uh, is going to get anywhere remotely close to that 27-yard mark. I think it's like uh, three for 15, 16, uh, not a single yard more. By the way, I said in your eyes. So, uh, you know, I've just had another Peter Gabriel song <laughs> as part of uh, this, also con classic. Uh, as this conversation. Uh, I'll be honest, though. I, I just I felt like I forced you into that play, Brad. So I want to apologize. And I want to look ahead to the weekend. 
And I'm just going to leave it <laughs> oh, yeah. like this. Oh, and yeah. you tell me. I want the true, the absolute, believe it, not a force sledge. I want the real Brad Evans sledgehammer. So please, sir, will you do us the honor? Take a look at this weekend. What do you got? Well, let me give you the phrase that pays. Daddy want, daddy need, daddy gotta have it. J.K. Dobbins. And I don't uh, understand remotely why the rush yards line on him has plummeted. I think it has anything, uh, if it has anything to do with uh, a development, it was the words that he said to local media saying, well, I'm not quite 100%. Uh, you know, at 100%, I won't run for 100 yards. I'll run for 200 yards instead. And people are like, oh, oh, he said he's not 100%. Oh, I don't care if he had 50 carries for a buck 20 last week against the Steelers. I, I got to fade him. Uh, so as a result, we've seen the line go from 53 and a half at BetMGM on rush yards. It is down now to 48 and a half. Uh, and I hammered it at 53 and a half. I hammered it again when the line dropped as low as 47 and a half. And it's starting to you know trickle back upward. And it's understandable. Uh, Dobbins was spectacular last week. Yeah, he still had kind of the visible limp there at play. But 3.13 yards after contact per attempt. He played on 70.3% of the snaps. And he had Cleveland. Uh, you know, a team that has been bothered by the run all season long, giving up 5.19 yards per carry, 105.7 rush yards per, uh, per game. And, and Baltimore is top six in run blocking efficiency right now, according to Pro Football Focus. So uh, you pull it all together. I think it's another minimum 13 carries for J.K. Dobbins. Again, given the issues that Cleveland has had defending the run, he's going to sledgehammer home. And over here at 48 and a half. All right. That's what, see, I felt bad. I, I just, I didn't feel it. You made up for it. I, I, I you handled it very professionally. You liked your three plays and not everything's sledgehammer worthy. And, you know, sometimes I feel like I, I push you a little bit. Hey, uh, what are we expecting? Uh, You're a bully. <laughs> I'm not a bully. I just, people <laughs> want the sledgehammer. Uh, yeah, Brad, did. what are people, what are you expecting? And any prop plays that catch your eye? for Bills and Dolphins with the likelihood of, of snow in the forecast Saturday night? Yeah, one that just really came out to me that uh, is borderline sledgehammer worthy is James Cook, and I took the over on 11.5 receiving yards. Uh, snow is expected to play factor. Lake effect snow warnings are in effect uh, for the Orchard Park area. Now, the winds uh, are not going to be howling by any stretch of the imagination, 10 to 15 miles an hour, which could blow and drift some of that snow, but uh, this plays perfectly into the hands of the short field passing game, and that is a specialty of Cook, who's seen an increased role in that area. Last couple of games, 23 routes run in total. He's been over in two of his last three games uh, with nine receptions over that three-game stretch. You look at Miami, uh, that 14 guys at the running back position have gone over 11.5 receiving yards as they got up 43.9 receiving yards per game to those RBs. So I like James Cook quite a bit in this game. And I'm not fading Stephon Diggs either. Uh, he'll work in the short, intermediate, deep field. He'll dodge snowflakes, uh, you know, with all, all kinds of ridiculousness. Uh, I'm not worried about him any way, shape, or form. I took the over uh, on 69 and a half receiving yards, and I would still play the over on that line now, which is up to 74 and a half. Follow him on Twitter, at Noisy Huevos. Before we let you run, I believe it's a, a slate of about like 10 basketball games tonight. Anything catch your eye in the final 10 seconds? You see Irvine Anteaters. They tee <laughs> up and they hit threes. They're getting the W tonight on the road in Santa Clara. Nice. There you go. Brad, stuff, Brad, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next week.
Adios, amigos! There he is, the one and only Brad Evans. Follow him on Twitter. He's awesome. At Noisy Huevos. It is V-Sin Primetime. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. College Bowl season begins tomorrow, and VSIN has you covered with this year's college football bowl guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from VSIN experts and Brent Musburger. Steve Mackinnon has power rankings for every team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy and Adam Burke can help you or give you an advantage if you're looking to those bowl confidence pools like me and Sean did yesterday. Give yourself an edge. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe to check out the college bowl betting guide. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Also, the VEASAN College Football Bowl podcast, or betting podcast, I should say. Uh, we'll have a new episode coming out here for you uh, later tonight, early tomorrow morning to get you ready for bowl season. Um, Dwayne McBride, by the way, big, uh, big news today. UAB mm-hmm. running back, leading rusher in the country, not expected to play tomorrow for the Blazers as they take on Miami of Ohio in the Bahamas. Bowl. See, this is the foolishness. This was the entire reason that I liked UAB in this game. <laughs> has, the, has the number moved? Was it a 10? Uh, not really. It's moved a little bit, but not a whole lot. Down to 10 and a half. So just moved to half a point uh, with the news coming out that Dwayne McBride. Yeah, remember I went through this going. whole spill yesterday about this is why I picked UAB. <laughs> and I think like confidence picks like they're up there. I know. Yeah, I got them up there, too. So, I think 30-something. Uh, I'm definitely thinking it's in the 30s. 35 yeah, for you. 36. 36 for you, 35 for me. I so mean, what, geez. what could go wrong? What could go wrong? All right. Um, Carl Johnson will join us uh, from the Beau Rivage down there in Biloxi, Mississippi, in less than 15 minutes. What did the ticket count look like tonight for Thursday Night Football with the Seahawks? taking on the San Francisco 49ers in Seattle. Uh, But before we get to that, maybe the San Francisco 49ers, Sean King, will be mentioned in our next segment. As we do weekly, we take a look at our top five teams. And I'll start with you, sir. Number five for you is? Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I know a lot of, probably a buy low opportunity because they have not looked great the last couple of weeks. But I think Dallas is a team that kind of plays to the level of their competition. Uh, when they're playing someone that they aren't all the way excited about, I, I think the game's a little closer than it should be, but we've also seen them rise to the occasion against some of the better teams uh, that dominate in victory over the Vikings comes to mind right off the bat. So I have the Cowboys at five. Number five for me, I believe I had them number five last week, and they took care of business. Wasn't the prettiest, but got it done and got the cover as well. Cincinnati Bengals, a team that Sean is very high on to win the AFC, and I don't disagree. I think they're at good odds right now, around plus 550 as of yesterday at BetMGM. They're getting hot, it seems, at the right time. Pieces coming back healthy, and this is a Bengals team that has won five in a row. So certainly could make an argument that they deserve to be a little higher. Maybe Sean has them higher. Uh, But right now, at number five for me, the Cincinnati Bengals. At four, uh, if we could. The Bills. Uh, I think the Bills are about to make a statement this week. I think uh, 
they've kind of been just slowly getting themselves completely healthy. They are one of the few teams when they aren't at their best. It's kind of found a way to still win some ugly games. So I think that's helped build some character for this team. I expect them to take off here starting this week. Number four for me, a team that was at number five for Sean. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, uh, look, I'm not going to overreact after one performance. Uh, we've seen teams play a bit sluggishly against the Houston Texans, but you know, this is a Dallas Cowboys team that seems to get overhyped on a regular basis, but I still think the defense is real. Uh, we'll see on Christmas Eve if they can knock off the Philadelphia Eagles in a highly anticipated showdown. Dallas at 10-3 and has uh, been a hell of a year. They've won four in a row. They get the Jaguars this weekend in a maybe a tricky spot down there in, uh, in Florida, but I still have the Cowboys in the top five at number four for me, Sean. And number three for me, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um... It's amazing how at 27-0, people probably had the Chiefs won on this list, and then they ended up winning 34-28, and it's like people are down on the Chiefs. Hey, they let their guard down a little bit. They made a few mistakes, but they still won. And so that's why they're third here. They're as dangerous as anybody in the National Football League. All right. Uh, number three for me, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, getting better, kind of what Sean had said. Um, I, I think the three AFC teams, you could argue, are a bit interchangeable, um, but – you know, dealing with the Von Miller loss, I think Saturday night could be a spot, and, and Sean mentioned it, it could be a spot where we see the best of the Buffalo Bills. I was expecting to see it last week. The defense, for the most part, played really well against an offense that, let's be honest, isn't really anything to write home about. However, I wanted to see more from the offense. We'll see if they take care of business this weekend against Miami in the snow, uh, cold weather. Tua, I don't believe, has had a... A professional start where the temperatures are below freezing. That <laughs> certainly will be the case on Saturday night there in Buffalo. Uh, an opportunity there for the Bills, who, by the way, as of right now, Sean, are the number one seed in the AFC, despite, I would think, in many people's eyes, them maybe playing under uh, expectations to this point. Uh, number two for me are the Bengals. Don't look now. Five wins in a row, seven wins in their last eight games. Joe Burrow and crew are headed in the right direction. I actually have put a couple of futures bets in on them to win the championship. They're getting good at the perfect time. Hopefully everything's cool with T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, but I have the Bengals at number two. All right, number two for me, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, they got off to that incredible start last weekend against the Denver Broncos, and then I don't know if it was taking their foot off the gas pedal or Mahomes – getting bored. I guess I don't want to make excuses. That game got maybe a little too close for comfort despite the 27-0 start to the game, Sean. Ultimately, win, don't cover against the Denver Broncos, but putting up 34 points, you could see this offense obviously has the pieces. Jarek McKinnon is, uh, is a real weapon coming out of the backfield, catching the football. 112 <laughs> yards, had that touchdown run, uh, run and catch last week on the, uh, on the just the heave from uh, from Patrick Mahomes. So, still believe in this Chiefs team. Yes, they did lose to the Bills head-to-head. -head. They've got some work to do if they want to have the number one seed yet again. Uh, but for me, they're the number two team in the NFL. Number one for me are the Eagles. I mean, what can you say? Uh, if you took the Eagles not to reach their win total preseason, to just stop betting NFL because you know nothing. Um, they have scored 386 points, which is the most in the National Football League. Their point differential of plus 138 is most in the National Football League. So, this isn't a fluky Minnesota Vikings type record. This is legitimate. They have been outstanding. They're explosive. They're athletic. They're dangerous. 
I don't know who's going to clip these wings, but, man, I'd love to see Philly, Cincy, Super Bowl. Let's make it happen. You know where I stand. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Four straight wins. Their only loss that Monday nighter against the Washington Commanders where it felt like, and maybe we'll still find that is the deficiency for the Philadelphia I'm proud Eagles. Of you. What's that? A man who was raised in a city that has a team that competes in that same division. For you to speak so highly of a division rival, I, I, I'm proud of you. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm... I could never talk like that about the Falcons or the Saints or the Panthers. I didn't play for the Washington Commanders. But they're a part of your fabric. They're a part of your, your being. Are they? Your childhood revolves around Redskins, Washington football team, now Commanders as you thrive in, in young adulthood. <laughs> young adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see this this weekend. The Eagles. This is gonna be a fascinating showdown. I want to see against the Chicago Bears. I think it's gonna be an exciting game, especially if Fields plays. I, I like the over. Was it forty eight? I think is where it sits. I love the over in that game. I hope it's exciting. How about this? Justin Fields is eighth, I think, in the National Football League in rushing yards. He's he's pretty darn impressive, uh, especially when healthy, Sean. And he is. Uh, he is that offense, uh, and he kept them and rolling there. Eagles lay a nine this weekend against the uh, against the uh, Chicago Bears on the road for a Sunday afternoon game. That line has moved, right? Wasn't it at eight and a half? Yeah, it's moved a little bit towards the Eagles. What did it open at? Uh, look ahead lines. I want to say we're around seven and a half. Mm. Um, so some movement. Yeah, eight to nine. So as I mentioned, the Eagles have the greatest uh, point differential, uh, plus one thirty eight. So they've been. Thumping people. Yeah, you look at their last two weeks, Sean, where it felt like people wanted to maybe try to fade the Philadelphia Eagles. This is where they're going to stumble because they they beat or they lost to the Commanders, then followed that up with a miraculous win on the road against Indianapolis, and then okay, now they've got some issues. Not so much. Our last two games, Sean, uh, and then the Packers game where the offense looked great, but the defense was uh, left a lot to be desired. Last two games. Hammered the Titans 35-10, to 10, and then this past weekend, you could argue the worst game the Giants have played all year. That's fair, but you also can say that the Giants just had no issue. The way they're running the ball, Sean, uh, down people's throats. Miles Sanders, 17 for a buck 44. How many more losses are on that schedule? Four games left. They're 12-1. and one. Do they slip up against the Cowboys on Christmas Eve? Do you see many more losses? I mean, the only losses there are if they decide to sit, guys. I mean, if they show up with their A game, that game at Dallas is going to be great, though. Dallas will be ready to go. Man, it'd be beautiful if they're sitting, guys, because you know Figure why? Figure out what I'm going to bet. That means they would have locked up the NFC East. Mm. Where's the money coming in? On the total? On the side? We'll find out next from Carl Johnson down there at the Beau Revive. Smart journalism, fascinating topics, words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Vsin Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on Vsin, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown scorer prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is V-CIN prime time as we get ready for Thursday Night Football as we are an hour and a half away from kickoff up there in the Pacific Northwest. The Seattle Seahawks hosting the San Francisco 49ers to get the latest on ticket count. Bets coming in, 
everything you need to know about Thursday Night Football and this upcoming weekend. We bring in our good friend from the Beau Rivage down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. You can follow him on Twitter. Jack. At Jig Jack Johnson, the one and only Carl Johnson joins us right now. So, Carl, before we get into ticket count and any big bets that are coming in, where are we at the Beau Rivage side and total for Thursday Night Football? Yeah, so, uh, you know, interesting game here. So, we opened here uh, 49ers 3.5-43. Right now, we're at 3-43. and 43. Uh, You know, we was talking off air um, so this ticket count's pretty interesting. Um, you know, the Sharps hit Seattle. Um, they've been hitting Seattle pretty much uh, since early in the week. Uh, you know, and we, uh, I think originally when we first picked up on it, it was like 60% of the money and like 27% ticket count. Uh, so now that ticket count's starting to rise a little bit. Uh, that ticket count now is at... Uh, uh, let's see. It is at uh, 35. So we're at uh, we're at about 62% money Seattle and 35% ticket count, uh, which which makes me believe that uh, you know a bunch of services and stuff like that release or are releasing Seattle. Uh, my the thing that I'm thinking about here is that uh, we know that Purdy's not 100%. He's got a rib oblique injury. Uh, so you put a helmet on that black jacket. Um, you know that could uh, that could impact this game greatly, um, and we uh, you know we're not we're not 100 percent positive he's starting tonight. So interesting game going on tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. I took a little on three and a half with the Seahawks. Uh, what could go wrong? Uh, divisional underdog. Uh, they're coming off a, a pretty ugly loss against the Panthers, and uh, Christian McCaffrey looked uh, as good as new last week for the San Francisco. So. Uh, I'm curious, Carl, sometimes you'll, you'll let us know and, and you'll tweet it out as well uh, what your your power rating is or your line would be for this game. So what what is your personal line for this 49er Seahawks game? Yeah, so my, my line came out where Seahawks were one and a half, um, you, you know, and that 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 did factor in the injury with Purdy. Uh, so, you know, I. And look, I agree with you. I, I love Seattle all week, you know, just on a on, from a better's point of view. Um, when I looked at this I, and, and when I did my number, I love Seattle uh, from a betting perspective, uh, you know, not 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 on the side of the counter that I'm on right now. But from the other side of the counter, the thing that I don't like right now is that everybody seems to be getting on Seattle right now. That <laughs> you know, I'm with I, you. I like to try, try to stay contrarian as possible, so that, that bothers me a little bit. You know what's interesting for me, Carl, is go back to week two. Seahawks win the opener. Niners lose in a monsoon in Chicago. Niners are favored by eight and a half at home versus the Seahawks team. Niners have won six in a row. And now this number sits, what, three is where you guys have it. So it's a stinky line. I personally can't trust Seattle. I've watched them the last two weeks because I backed them. So I'm going to sit this game out. They're terrible on defense. I mean, they're out. if you take Seattle tonight, this will be the most frustrating night of your life, watching <laughs> whoever quarterbacks for the Niners check the ball down and then that guy run for first downs. Yeah, you, you know, and you know what, Sean? I think you make a great point. You know, sometimes the best bet, is not making a bet. You, you know what I mean? When you get that feeling like that, I, I you know, that's uh, that's just being a good steward of your own money. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes that's the best route. 
Yeah, I'm going to sit back and laugh at everybody who's wincing at the screen because they have Seattle. <laughs> Sean's just mad because, Carl, we went head-to-head last week. He was peacocking that Seahawks Seattle was going to win. I took the Panthers, and uh, I was uh, – I was very happy here. So uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully I can uh, f- I find the right time to jump on the Seahawks. We'll see. Uh, I took the points here uh, in this spot. But, yeah, you're right. I- I've seen a lot of people that I respect say Seahawks. So uh, that makes yeah. me nervous. You know, Speaking of which, we have bowl season coming up uh, starting tomorrow, Carl. And before we get into the Sharp Report, you know, by nature, I'm usually a contrarian as well. But the people betting bowls early on are people who – this is what they do, right? The the casual better isn't firing, you know, weeks out on the military bowl. So uh, if you're a contrarian, what what would be your, your plan of attack? Because I saw some ticket counts from different sports books today that made me a little queasy <laughs> on uh, on a bet that I have this weekend in Fresno State. Yeah, I mean, uh, and look, so I, I'll tell you right off the top of my head, Fresno State is on my sharp report tonight. Uh, but look, so this time of the year for us, um, it's so hard to put some of these numbers on these games and control the risk because we don't know who's playing. You got players opting in. You're, we're starting to hear some players that are that are out. Uh, but you know, last week when these things opened up, and even even a few days before that, you know, look, some of this stuff was just a, a where you just you know, hang a number up there and wish for the best. So, uh, but, you know, you're, look, the Fresno State, you brought that up as an example. I can tell you here, we're, they're getting 90% of the money and 45% of the ticket count um, here with my shop. All right, well. It's already started, I Carl. It's money. already started. I, I, I came on the show yesterday. I gave an eloquent, eloquent, you know, uh, dissertation about why Dwayne McBride is somebody that you want to watch tomorrow for the UAB Blazers. And then today, of course, they send out a press release. Dwayne McBride is not participating in the bowl game tomorrow. This is going to be, you're going to have to stay glued to the all social media platforms just to know who's playing and who's not. Yeah. You know, and look, that's something that's changed over the last couple of years, Sean, in this business is that, you know, we used to be able to put numbers out on these bowl games you know there was there was no transfer portal, uh, you know any of any of that type of stuff. So it, it's pretty difficult right now. You got to be real careful. I, I mean, we tend to try to be on the conservative side, and I can tell you from the difference on this side of the counter as opposed to a couple of years ago is that immediately when these numbers came out a couple of years ago, we would be bombarded with big smart money. And we're not seeing that this year, not at my shop anyway, and not at a, a bunch of friends in my shop. We're not seeing that because they're, they're scared to risk that money on, on until they know who's playing. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, you know, look at Purdue today, uh, Aiden O'Connell, Charlie Jones, their tight end. I mean, is Charlie Jones even a pro prospect? I mean, but, you know, your coach leaves. I don't blame you, man. You Getting know? ready for the CFL. I guess. All right, Carl Johnson joining us. You can follow him on Twitter. At Jick Jack Johnson, racing sportsbook director down there at the Beau Rivage. So you mentioned that sharp report in Fresno State being a part of it. Fire away, sir. What do we got on Jick Jack Johnson's sharp report? All right, here we go. Uh, college football, Oregon State minus 10. Fresno State minus 3.5. Yukon plus 10. Air Force plus 5.5. Troy minus 1. NC Central, that's an interesting one, mm-hmm. plus 14, no Deion Sanders. SMU, minus three and a half. 
Liberty plus five. On the pro side, we got Seattle plus three and a half, Jets minus one, uh, the Falcons plus four, Rams plus seven, and the Vikings minus four. All right, there you go. A lot of uh, a lot of plays from the Sharps down there uh, at the Beau Rivage, and some interesting ones, certainly, uh, when you look at uh, some of the bowl games, Oregon State, the, the Vegas Bowl here uh, in town. Carl, what uh, for you, what's, uh, what's something that's uh, – uh, tickling your fancy as we head into the weekend. Yeah, you know, so I think I'm gonna pl- look. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play this Alabama game. Uh, n- not necessarily for this weekend, but I'm thinking about making a play on this Alabama game and this, you know, Kansas State, uh, and trying me personally trying to get a middle here. Uh, we're gonna find out tomorrow if uh, their quarterback's playing. So, uh, you know, I think this line is designed that he's not playing. So I'm going to lay the points, and if he's not playing, I'm going to take him back on the other side. (laughs) Carl, great stuff stuff, as always. We will talk to you next week. All right, guys. Y'all have a good one. Good luck tonight, King. Thank you. There he is. Carl Johnson from the Beau Rivage down there in Biloxi, Mississippi. Absolutely. We've got to take a road trip. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.